Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. One, two, three, four. Were there any like fears or kind of like trepidations that you had, you know, before you got involved in the adult film industry? Yes and no. I mean, I suppose when I got into the adult film industry, I'd been a dancer for a lot of years. So I didn't have any fears about being naked, but I think I definitely, working with other people, I had some fears because I wanted them to be happy too, especially with other women. I always, um, I was very nervous actually, and I'd been in the industry for so long, but I think working with another person is different, you know, mm -hmm. you, you want them to enjoy it, even if it is just for the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, before getting involved, I mean, did you have any kind of, I mean, obviously, you know, as a dancer, so you have like some like feed in the water as far as that goes, but were there any like misconceptions that you had about like, you know, before you got involved? Because everybody, at least on the yeah. outside, has misconceptions, but, you know, did you have any? Yeah, I mean, do you know, honestly, I have misconceptions even now because I shoot so many variations of content. I get that and I think, wow, this is nothing like what it thought it'd be. I mean, yeah. I, I remember I did this bondage shoot in Amsterdam and it looked so hardcore and I got there and I was like, wow, this is actually really nice. And he said, did you fly all the way over here thinking I was going to literally torture you? <laughs> and I thought, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, there's always misconceptions. And I think, you know, of course, there's some that of what kind of characters you're going to meet. But I suppose mm. just the way the industry works, I'm always learning something from people. Yeah. 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 So how many, how many scenes have you done? Like, do you keep count? <laughs> well, I suppose it's difficult to say because... Mm -hmm. I've done a variation of work. I mean, I suppose in the UK, it's less porn because there's also Babe Station and I've got the BSX, which is softer scenes. So there's no hard angle. Then I've got solos. And then I suppose in terms of actual porn scenes, it's probably about mm -hmm. 11 or 12. In terms right. of my body of work, it's, it's massive. Yeah. There's so much right. of it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how often do you, shoot like like in a in a busy month like how often are you gosh well like, I did three shoots yesterday so that was crazy it's, yeah. um, it does depend I mean I suppose I really started to shoot proper porn mm -hmm. and be traveling everywhere for it just before the pandemic and then <laughs> it went <laughs> and then yeah. um I suppose yeah, it's difficult to say because mm -hmm. it's funny because you don't know what people consider to be porn or not. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 Do you ever 
do you ever get like does it ever get draining where you're just like jesus i need a break like i'm <laughs> like you know what i mean like like it's got to be fun but oh, it's yeah. also work at the same time so yeah is this there's this funny narrative about sex work that there's the mm. one side where it's degrading and it's awful or the other side where it's empowering and my winged eyeliner is so mm. sharp it can cut a man and you know sometimes it's great mm. but it's also just a job where I turn up I do my job and I go back home again and I'm not empowered and I'm not degraded I just did a shift you know yeah, and <laughs> yeah, yeah it does it gets physically tiring a lot yeah um but you know uh, uh, hopefully i can bounce back a little <laughs> yeah for sure, for sure what what um like what misconceptions do you think like the average person may have about you like specifically like you know like whenever they meet you i'm sure that you know they think that like you're very nice it's like very like they probably all those misconceptions I'm sure go away if people just get the chance to like meet you but yeah. do you think, like what misconceptions do you think they have you know before that happens well I think for one they think I'm very stupid but I'm not sure how much of that is the adult industry it definitely adds to it but I also mm -hmm. think I've got a high-pitched voice the way I present myself and everything else yeah. is probably would happen regardless if I was in right. the industry or not um what else I suppose do you know I don't get too many misconceptions now because I'm so open about what I do I think it just takes people off guard say so what do you do and I'm like porn and they're just like oh all right I, I think it just startles people into just accepting anything is um I find that being very blunt is the best way to get around that <laughs> that yeah that makes a lot of sense for sure because i mean i know that like we were talking earlier that i know that it, at one point like i noticed that i had misconceptions about it like i mm. you know you like you can read anything like you can read where it, like there's always going to be outliers where it's not always great but mm. I, I think that that gets talked about way too much you know what I mean? Like it's the percentage of times where it's a bad experience is so small, but it gets written about as if that's how it is for everybody. Absolutely. And I think as well, I often see the sex industry conflated with sex trafficking. And to me, that yeah. just doesn't make sense because that's like comparing sex and rape. It one's consensual, one's not consensual. So yeah. I, I don't look at the industry through rose-tinted glasses, but I think, mm -hmm. you know, I suppose the nature of the job is that it's so personal and so much to do with one's body that if something goes wrong, it can have more of an effect. But anyone who's worked in any industry ever, whether it's hospitality or medicine, we all know that stuff goes on behind the scenes that you probably would never hear about, and it's the same. And yeah yeah i mean the majority of my experiences have been good mm. and if they weren't i wouldn't still be in the industry so um, yeah <laughs> yeah and and that's you know my experience of for everyone that i've been able to talk to it's kind of the same it's that mm. you know i've never had anything bad happen like and i don't really know anybody that's had anything bad mm. happen but it's just unfortunate that it gets looked at i, I think that that's kind of gone away a little bit 
yeah. But because, I mean, I'm sure like 15 years ago, like there just wasn't mm-hmm. as much of an outlet where people could actually find out what it's like. But like, so, like, so for example, like, are there like hard limits that you have as far as like what you won't do? And if so, like, is it a very like trusting process with the people that you're around where they still are able to make you feel comfortable in the fact that you can speak up for yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I suppose hard limits would be different for every single thing I do. I don't have any hard limits in general. It kind of, I kind of come to each set with a fresh mindset and you know as long as it's respectful and there's open dialogue and you know um yeah I'm I'm pretty easygoing and I I also find the industry is really great to explore what I like sometimes I do something and I think okay I hated that but I tried it you know yeah uh, and I'm glad I tried it but I know it's not for me so I won't do it again but you know it was an experience that I wouldn't have had otherwise Right. So yeah, exactly. So you can walk away without like regret. Like it's not like yeah. you regret the experience. It's just that you're you know that it's not your thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's a there's a, a very like distinct difference between walking away with like regret or shame, which is what I think a lot of people imagine is what happens. Like that there's yeah. like this like shame involved. But yeah. it's not really that. It's the you tried it and you're just like okay that's not my thing Mm. it's it's funny because I I think people do think shame comes part and parcel with it because they personally would feel ashamed to be seen naked on the internet I I think that people think that a morality like your moral compass is a one-size-fits-all so you know for somebody else they truly wouldn't be self-respecting themselves if they did my job but you know, I think there's so much moral gray areas in life. There's very yeah. little that's black and white. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me personally, I'm not ashamed of nudity or sexual things on camera. I think the only way that I would feel regret is if I did something I wasn't comfortable with for money, because then I'd feel like I'd sold something of myself. But as right. long as I don't do that, it's, it's honestly with myself more than anyone mm-hmm. else. Mm, yeah. yeah for sure and and that's that goes to another like I guess argument that people have is that it's like you're selling yourself but yeah. if you enjoy it then that's not really what it is and and if and also like what job isn't selling yourself like if yeah. you're a construction worker <laughs> are you not selling your body that's also it, that's you, yeah it's the same <laughs> like thing. selling my body you know I come back with a limb less every time I don't know how long this can go on for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It, it's ridiculous because I mean if you if you're enjoying it then you're not selling yourself it's not even work really like if you enjoy it yeah. enough I mean I I it, it makes me laugh when when men are funny about it because I mostly do girl girl scenes and <laughs> I just think if you could bang hot chicks for money you would so do that too come on you, yep. you would not think that that is not self-respect. You think that's the coolest job in the world. <laughs> well, and, and, for sure, and that's another thing is that people, like, when they're critical of people who are in the adult film industry, it's never the men mm. who are in. Mm. It's like yeah. those guys, like, there's nothing wrong with them. But it's yeah. like, if you're a female in the industry, then, oh, she's, um, 
whatever like it has something wrong like there's there's some reason that's like a yeah but the men no way like they're doing it because every guy I would know. love to do studs <laughs> <laughs> do you know i have noticed though that there's a lot of stigma for users of um sex worker services so because i do mm -hmm. on babe station i take the phone calls so i'm on tv naked and dancing and i take the phone calls and a lot of people are very nervous and they're very scared of being judged and you know i think it's really sad i think there's a lot of stigma for men who enjoy this kind of thing. If you watch a porn scene every once in a while, but God forbid you pay for an OnlyFans because now you're a loser. And I just think, yeah. you know, my fans are so mature and respectful and intelligent. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I feel yeah. bad for the stigma for men using the industry. There's a better word mm -hmm. for that, but. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, for sure, for sure. Like what, also like, what's the, um, like, is there an, an importance to like for you specifically of having an actual connection with a co-star or does that make much of a difference oh yeah for sure i i want that to be a connection it can be mm -hmm. difficult i suppose what i always think about america most people speak the same language but in europe you can be on a set with someone and you don't speak a word of each other's language yeah. and so you're really relying on good signals and everything um yeah for sure i think particularly with women i'm very gentle and i i don't know i'm um very conscious of what I would like to be done to me. I don't know. I just love women. I just yeah. love girls. So yeah. I want them to feel good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that your, do you have a preference when it comes to that, like shooting a scene with a female or a male? Or is it just kind of just different? Well, I haven't really done much boy girl work outside mm -hmm. of what I've done myself. And right. I think that'll change in the future. But mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of like, I remember dancing for men and women mm -hmm. in the strip club. And it was just so different with men is, you know, really sexual, really like in your face. With mm -hmm. women, I'd be quite gentle and sensual. It's, um, mm -hmm. it's a very different experience. It, mm -hmm. I, I like both equally but definitely a totally different approach. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. do, you have, do you have like a bucket list of, of actors or actresses that you would love to like work with in the future? Oh, for sure, definitely. There's oh, so many gorgeous women in the industry. There's yeah. so many, there's so many scenes I'd like to shoot. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Are there like any specific like anyone specific that comes to mind let me think oh, what's her name <laughs> um i think leah silver she's a russian girl she's just so beautiful so gorgeous there's a girl oh gosh what's her name i don't want to get it wrong <laughs> um she's an american girl she's is it adriana lopez that sounds really familiar i think <laughs> You yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's a massive star and she's a gymnast as well, a former gymnast. I'd love to work okay. with her. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, I love Katrina Jade, just the biggest girl trust of all time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so many. I don't think there's 
it'd be better to ask me who I don't want to work with and I don't think there is anyone <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah that's awesome are there um okay like if you could do a scene with any celebrity who would it be oh it'd be Monica Bellucci or oh, Adriana oh, Lima like, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Monica Bellucci is a really good one yeah 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 because she's yeah. like she's got to be close to 60 almost by now and is like looks the exact same that's it matured like a fine wine <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what it is like there are just certain people that like time doesn't affect them but like like i'm aging like a damn like like a banana <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it you look 22. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I appreciate it, but trust me, I do not feel 22. Like, yeah. and then, yeah, you see people like Monica Bellucci or, um, I don't know, there's so many, like, actresses that, like, it just doesn't happen to them. Like, they don't I age. I yeah, know, but there's a secret. They're keeping it from us. Some potion, oh, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll have to ask her when we do our scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you were you always like i mean you have to be a confident like outgoing person to be like in this industry i would imagine <laughs> so, so were you always like that like growing up or was that something that had to be kind of like molded and you know what i mean like like kind of i was always like that i was i was crazy as a teenager i really was i was nuts yeah. I, I think it's a combination of growing up in a family where it, my parents are kind of hippies, so nudity mm -hmm. wasn't a big thing. So I never really grew up with that barrier of feeling like it was wrong to have clothes, no clothes on. And then, yeah. yeah, I suppose I've just always been like that. I think the gymnastics performing as well, because mm -hmm. what I still do is very similar. I'm a performer and I love it. And yeah. I, I think whether the audience is a camera or a live show, mm -hmm. I still get that same buzz and that rush. And then I suppose the other aspects of like my sexuality and stuff is also mm -hmm. something I'm very comfortable with. Let's just say no one from school was surprised about my career choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's always how it is. It's either there's no surprise, like this was just like everybody could see it, or it's a complete 180 from who they yeah. were so it's always interesting to see like how does somebody become outgoing because to me yeah. it seems like you either are or you're not and you've always been that way but there are people that it just like it hits them at a certain time for Absolutely. whatever reason and, and i know some girls in the industry who are just you know they're, they're lovely girls they're very quiet subdued and then yeah. you put a camera on them and they come to life i think for some people it's very much they step out of one role and into another and you know it's um it's almost kind of a dual personality yeah. thing yeah so yeah. um yeah i suppose i'm um less um exciting since i've always been this way i didn't have any transformation <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah are there so i mean obviously you have a bucket list for like co-stars but are there is there like a bucket list that you have for like different like genres or fetishes or like you know what i mean like different kinds of scenes that you would like to do 
Oh, for sure. There's always, there's always so much I want to do. And, you know, I don't really seek out work too much. I do my own work, but because I just get such an influx of emails and work offers, I generally just go through them to start with. And, you know, if I've got an option between a boring, maybe well-paid work that's well perfectly nice and something really weird where they're like you're going to be decapitated today and be a human turkey I'll take that one I'm like yeah I'm up for that I love the weird stuff I really do I like to get into the headspace of it and think okay what what turns someone on with this I I I always find the bondage really interesting because sometimes I'm like Yeah. yeah I really get this I can see where it is one thing I don't get, chastity belts, hate them. Not my thing. Is I'm, I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> it's not a fetish for women, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So, okay, so speaking to that, like, are there any other fetishes that you just, like, not necessarily that you're judging them, but that you just don't understand? Like, you don't understand the appeal that it has. You know yeah, what I mean? it's funny because I think after shooting something for a day, I always walk away with a different view. Like, yes, I did for the first time a diaper shoot, which I didn't expect to do. And it was interesting because I I always had the conception it was gonna be a bit weird age related. And it wasn't at all. It was about just chilling out in it, just sat there relaxing. And I was like, this is pretty comfy. I'm not gonna do it, but, I, I'm not hating this, you know, a long car journey. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I no, think I think, like, um, yeah, like I try not to, you know, like judge any fetishes, but like yeah. there are definitely some that I'm just like, I don't get, like, I've talked about this multiple times, but like foot fetishes, it's just, yeah. it does nothing for me. I get it if you're, if that's your thing, that's your thing, mm-hmm. but like, I don't understand it so I try to like learn the um I guess the like psychology behind them because it's fascinating it's fascinating Mm -hmm. like where because it all comes from something usually in childhood but Mm. yeah yeah well I also heard that there's the in terms of um places in your brain the part for Mm. sexual arousal and the part for feet the control of your feet are very close together and that sometimes yeah it'd be quite easy to have a few neurons misfiring and kind of get a neural pathway between the two I probably I'm so sorry if you're a brain surgeon watching this but yeah no apparently that reaches the brain very close together which would make sense. I, I I suppose it's part of the submission thing, but uh, do you know what I also think? I think it's a very safe taboo to have when you can watch anything you want on the internet, anytime. I think that people can become desensitized and it's a very safe way to foray into yeah. something a bit different to feel <laughs> that excitement again. Yeah. De- definitely. Yeah. I mean, I so kind of going off of that is there like do you think that because i don't know i don't know how it is like in the uk but in here like in the u.s there's no sex education like as far as like for really? school mm. like it is it is non-existent you're expected that your parents are going to tell you about it which does not happen like my parents no. didn't tell me shit about sex whenever i was a kid 
yeah. um, I pretty much learned everything from like Howard Stern, which is not necessarily the greatest educator. I had to like relearn like yeah. everything. Yeah. Do you think that there's something in like porn? like as weird as it sounds can it be used in some ways as as like an education tool I definitely feel like it can be and mm -hmm. I think I'm always quite conscious of that because I know mm -hmm. that there's a large amount of people who watch me who perhaps are virgins there's people who watch me who aren't very experienced and mm -hmm. so when I'm when I'm shooting for someone else I do what they say for me to do. But when I'm shooting my own live shows, I talk through stuff. People say things like, oh, why are you putting that toy there and not here? And I say, well, that's because right. this is where this is located. Although, uh, like, I, I make a point of putting lube on things. I never cut it out because I think, well, mm -hmm. You, I, I really don't want you to think that you can just go for certain things and think yeah. that that's okay without it. You know, I think, <laughs> There's yeah. a certain responsibility because, yeah, I think people appreciate it. I think there's a lot of misconceptions. I, mm -hmm. There was sex education in England. We were taught about it from when we were about eight. So it's, it's a lot better. And they yeah. went over it a good couple of times. But yeah. there was never any education about pleasure. And what I found was I learned yeah. a lot from magazines like Cosmopolitan. And it was always how to please your man. Never. Yeah how can you please yourself and today that's very different yeah but i think for women you know we're kind of left out of the discussion sometimes when you're younger on what feels good for me what do i like what do i want to get from this experience and that was yeah, yeah. well i think yeah there's definitely something to that because like there are like the magazines so like the magazines like cosmopolitan where yeah it does seem like every article is like teaching you it's not teaching yeah. me like anything yeah. and, yeah. and so, so for a guy like there's not a lot of like education so we're usually like clueless but we're also <laughs> especially at a younger age kind of egotistical so yeah. we think we're like doing a wonderful yeah. job yeah and women are taught to moan and and make the right faces so I, I i think that most men really genuinely want to please a woman and they just don't know that they're not and then if as a woman you think well i'm meant to enjoy this because i'm pleasing him there becomes that you lose something in it and um i think that's why i'm always very careful what i show if someone says oh do it like this and i said well no I wouldn't like that or it hurt and you might think it looks good but actually yeah. if you want to see me enjoy myself you're actually going to enjoy it so much more because it's genuine rather than right. me just you know making it up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> get some that's funny requests like that's not <laughs> biologically possible <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there's definitely that where like as a guy like we just like I, I don't I mean I guess it is an ego thing where we don't want to ask like are we doing this right because we want to yeah. seem like we are in complete control of this and like we know <laughs> everything but there's no way we can really know because we don't yeah. like we don't have the female body so we don't know what yeah. like this is where you're supposed to different. Be that's the thing right. as well you know you've got to relearn it I mean based based on the way that you are made up like biologically like the whole squirting mm -hmm. thing is a massive 
discussion at all times but it depends yeah. where things are located inside of your body you know it's is right. you know I, I think it's um yeah there's a, there's definitely this um rift between what's biologically possible mm -hmm. what men think is pleasure i think that's why squirting is so big because yeah. it's almost like the male ejaculation like they're like yeah. oh wow i can see it i know i've done something <laughs> yeah exactly because if you're like if you're a guy like there's a visual like a noticeable like end reward you know what i mean like for us like like yeah. we can see yeah. that it worked but That's if you're a guy like, trying to please like a woman, we don't really know. Yeah, like, it's a bit more mysterious. Exactly, but <laughs> is the thing that like, okay, it worked. Like I can see that it worked. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that visual thing, and it's um, yeah. I think porn definitely could be used for sex education. Yeah. Is it being used for sex education right now? Yeah. Uh. No. Um. <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's going to be fantasy. Yes, that's it. And, you know, obviously fantasy is not necessarily a great education tool, but. Yeah. But because porn is so vast, like where there's a genre for everything, mm. like, ed, like an actual, like, step-by-step -step educational porn seems like actually a good avenue. I always thought about doing that. I might have to go do it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's a very good point you make. I think there's this, always this thing that you're treading this line between fantasy and reality. And I think the more mainstream attention we get, the more they're like, this must be moral. This must be yeah. this. This must be that. And um, <laughs> I yeah. think it's an interesting one because obviously some kinks, not so good. But then how much morality can you apply to every single kink if it's not harming anybody? How much yeah. do we have to, you know, like, yeah, it's 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 a line you've got to tread quite carefully. Mm -hmm. Right. And I and I yeah, I agree completely because I, you know, as like I try to like knock down my own ego pretty often because it'll get <laughs> a little too much. And but like I don't want to suck at having sex, like yeah, how I like, yeah. like that's, like, but also, and I think I'm all right at it, but do <laughs> I really know? Like, no, I don't know. Like, cause I'm never, cause if anybody tells me like, oh, that was great. You know, like the ego stroking is like, oh, awesome. But there's yeah. still like a little doubt of like, yeah, but are you lying? Because, <laughs> but it's, but it's not like, I, I don't blame like any like woman that I've been with for that because it's almost like it's programmed to just yeah. lie and say yeah, yeah, yeah. don't tell a guy that it, they're not good mm. but that actually is kind of helpful to not necessarily yeah. say oh that was terrible but to be like oh well next time try this or, you know what I, mean? yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it's funny because what I think makes a brilliant scene or what I think looks great on film, I would never do in real life. I, I'm really sorry to any of my fans watching, but I don't have sex in the splits normally. It's not that comfortable. You can't move that much. It's not the right angle. And it's, um, it's funny because porn's a very good 
it, you know, in terms of performance, it's very different to good sex. It's, it's not very connected. Yeah. You know, for me personally, good sex is where you feel a very visceral connection to your partner, no mm. matter whether they're, you know, the love god of the century, is it's wow. whether how you feel together chemistry-wise. Yeah, it's... Exactly. Um, Mm. Yeah. So and and I think that yeah. the best, like the best sex that let's say, you know, me personally that I've ever had probably wouldn't have been fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. It's like sweaty and gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that's pretty much me like 90% of the day, but like <laughs> but like, you know, what I mean? like there's nothing like crazy happening. It's not like, but when you watch porn, like the not the whole point, but a big point of it is to look good. Not yeah. necessarily like whether this actually feels good. It's mm. does this look like it? Like, does this look extreme or, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. super realistic, but realistic yeah. sex is not, like, it's not fun to watch. There's not good not really. angles. You can't see much. <laughs> it looks like two, you know, chickens go <laughs> I, I you know yeah. I think it's funny because I make a really conscious effort in my personal mm -hmm. life sometimes I think oh come on you're doing like you're doing the nice like face I think no yeah. do, do do like a horrible face like like just do yeah. whatever you want like I, I I try to make an effort sometimes I think I really want to look ugly for this today I don't want to I, I think you can, it's, it's yeah. funny because you start to have sex as if you're watching it through the eyes of someone else. And so you're not really mm -hmm. there. So in my personal life, I don't really put on fishnets or anything. I try mm -hmm. to be as genuine as possible because it balances out. I love the performance and it does mm -hmm. do something for me, but it has its time. And then, you know, and then yeah. I have ugly, sweaty, gross sex, you know, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well okay so going back to like a misconception is that a misconception that a lot of, that people will have is that and not necessarily just about you but just actresses in the adult film industry is that their personal life sex is the same thing as what they have seen in like on Pornhub yeah, I suppose so. And I think, yeah. you know, it's always when I'm on babe station, people say, how many times have you had sex today? It's like, oh, you know, 10, of course. <laughs> we wouldn't do that before a seven hour shift. <laughs> and oh, uh, how many men are you going to sleep with tonight? And um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely the same. And sometimes I'm sure I've had sex that is just as crazy or more crazy than anything you've seen in me so far but right. you know not all the time <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah i can yeah that makes yeah that makes sense all right so if you could do a porn parody of any movie what would it be oh my god do you know i <laughs> I, I know this is gonna sound so weird, but I've always okay. wanted to do a clown gangbang. So I think I'd choose it and I'd get all the clowns. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just think it'd look really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I will be honest, you could have given me a thousand guesses and that is not what I would have <laughs> Oh, do you know as well? I've got a thing for <laughs> <laughs> why am I I shouldn't say this but I've got a thing for green men so it's not a movie 
but I definitely I really want to do the Jolly Green Giant a parody of that <laughs> I don't okay. know why the green just does it for me even Shrek I'd give it a you go know you know that green like that's why the green M&M candy is like a, a female is because green the color green stimulates like sexual desire wow yeah. well there we go now now look i'm not damaged guys this is <laughs> neurology <laughs> it's not me i swear <laughs> <laughs> jolly green giant. See now, yeah, a million guesses, and I wouldn't have guessed the jolly green giant. <laughs> oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. It's a to-do list. Yeah. Well, there is something about that too, like a giant person, because like you know, there used to be those movies where it'd be like the attack of the fifty-foot woman, yeah. and it was just like a sex thing for guys to want to like have sex with a fifty-foot woman. Like, I, yeah. I don't know where that comes from. I'm sure it's like a, some Freudian, like my oh, yeah. mom sort of thing, but. Oh, yeah, that I, is something to do with breastfeeding. I know it. <laughs> yeah, really everything just goes back to like breastfeeding. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's all incest. This step bro, step sis thing is not new. Freud, Freud figured it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Is that is that a genre that's kind of like a little strange to you? Like the step step sibling? I don't know because I don't have I, step siblings or a step parent. I do, so I I do have step siblings. I do have step siblings, so it could be weird. But you know, I'm very much of the mind that sexuality and taboo and kinks. You know, you shouldn't always have to apply real life rules to them. If it's all consenting yeah. adults who are not going to go and recreate something with a real family member, which they're most likely not going to do. Right, right. What's the what's the problem? I think I think it's adding something in. I, I think that people become desensitized and I think it adds sure. something that shocks you. And that shock is kind of it's a turn on it's it yeah. feels fresh again i think people always chase that first feeling of watching their first porno having sex for the first time a first kiss with somebody yeah. new and i think the porn industry has to recreate that for people because you can access mm -hmm. anything you want what do we do to make you feel something you know right yeah. right exactly yeah and and it's the the whole point is kind of to explore every little aspect of what any person's like desire is and to do it like obviously in a consensual like yeah doing it the right way but but yeah to explore <laughs> no what... blood relations no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. i mean yeah i mean that that's the thing i think that the mm. more attention the mainstream media gets us the more they imprint this oh, you, you must do it like this and that. And I think, do you know, I I don't really agree. I think you can leave a st lot of stuff at the door with kink and it's okay. Just, you know, play with it. See what does it for you, you know? Yeah. I'm open-minded. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a good, I mean, that's like the best rule for life in general is to just keep an open mind. But yeah, yeah. So, um, 
like last question. So before we go, like it's one that we ask usually every time, but um, so, cause I always think poor names are hilarious sometimes, like just like where they come from or anything like that. So if you were going to give me a porn, like a porn name, what would it be? I've gotten some good ones. So no pressure or anything, but. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, Cody Tucker, it's just, to me, that is like the most classic American name I could ever think of. So I, I need to play on that. You're Mr. USA right here. There's the okay. obvious Tucker to fucker, of course. You know. I, I, trust me, I've heard it multiple times. <laughs> Pretty much almost, uh, nine years old. <laughs> I suppose the most obvious one would be Bodie Fucker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Perfect. Just I'll anal go, uh, scenes. Just anal scenes, you know. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's good. All right. Well, uh, so where can everybody find you? Like, do you have like a, a website, OnlyFans, anything like that that you'd like to promote? Uh, well, I've got my Twitter which is The Little Lanta, my Instagram, which is Little Lanta, and my OnlyFans, which is Little Lanta. <laughs> and um, what else? Just keep an eye out for me. I work on Babe Station Cam there. And do you know what? I do everything, really. So if you just type, type my name in, you'll find me. Come get me. <laughs> I'll make them work for it. I'll say, come find me to get your awards. Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Pay attention. Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. Stop counting fire like a sucker.